Hey folks, this is Charlotte Clymer. My pronouns are she, her, and you are listening to a brand new episode of Charlotte's Web Thoughts. This is the audio slash podcast version of the actual Charlotte's Web Thoughts on Substack.com. You can go subscribe to that at charlotteclimer.substack.com. It's completely free. All you need is an email. It takes less than five seconds to sign up and it helps me out immensely. So please do go subscribe, charlotteclimer.substack.com. July 26th, 2023, what small town actually means. This past May, country star Jason Aldean released a new song called Try That in a Small Town, which has lyrics that are, there's really no nice way to say this, corny as hell. I've been listening to country music all my life, and I gotta say that Mr. Aldean's latest single, Sounds as though ChatGPT were asked to write an excessively generic bro country song sung by a white nationalist, and this is what we got. There are many commentators correctly pointing out that the song amounts to a symphony of racist dog whistles, but also I just find it so incredibly boring as to be tedious beyond belief. Bro country as a subgenre tends to be tedious because it prioritizes commercial value to a specific demographic, aggrieved conservative white men, over storytelling, which, in my humble opinion, is what historically makes country music so damn compelling. I grew up watching CMT, that's country music television, and listening to country radio, and I firmly believe the 90s were a golden age for the genre. George Strait, Garth Brooks, Ruby McIntyre, Trisha Yearwood, Randy Travis, Alan Jackson, etc. So many catalogs chock full of superb storytelling. And yet, even that cohort pales in comparison to the greats who came before them. Alabama, Dolly Parton, Hank Williams, Johnny Cash, Merle Haggard, Loretta Lynn, etc., etc., etc. I'm just rattling these off in no particular order, so... Please don't get on me for not including one of your favorites. Anyway, in more capable hands, country is a high art and fun as hell. Bro country, on the other hand, is off-brand fast food produced with the specific intention of placating insecure white conservative men who perceive the genre as a bastion for their political beliefs in a changing world. About two weeks ago, Mr. Aldean released a music video for his new single that left no doubt as to what he was attempting to communicate via the lyrics he sings, but did not write, which ain't surprising, given that Mr. Aldean hasn't written any of his singles since 2009. The music video, which I will not link in my blog, but you're more than welcome to Google it, has Mr. Aldean singing with his band in front of the Maury County Courthouse in Nashville, Tennessee while a montage of violent scenes from protests against white supremacy are projected on the building. The intent of this imagery is very clear. Mr. Aldean is attempting to pander to white nationalists who believe that Black Lives Matter protesters are somehow a threat to the heartland, and that somehow small towns, and I put that in quotes, small towns, are shining beacons of patriotic light in the chaos. It doesn't help that, as many commentators have pointed out, 
The Maury County Courthouse is the site of the 1927 lynching of Henry Choate, a black teenager who was murdered by a white mob after being falsely accused of raping a young white woman. The song and video together essentially equate protesting white supremacy with violent crime, whilst simultaneously threatening said protesters with violence if they ever do, quote, try that in a small town. You get the picture. It's racist as fuck, and it should be called out as such. It's so bad, in fact, that CMT pulled the video from rotation only four days after its release, which, in case you're wondering, is extremely rare. So, not great, to say the very least. But there's something else to all this that I believe isn't being discussed enough. What exactly is a, quote, small town? According to a 2020 report from the U.S. Census Bureau, it's titled America, a Nation of Small Towns, incorporated places of the small variety are defined as having a population of less than 5,000 residents. Interestingly, under that definition, the report points out that 76% of our nation's population live in small towns, and more than 40% live in towns with a population of less than 500 residents. Thus, if you randomly pick a resident of the United States, it is more than likely that person lives in a small town. Most folks in the United States live in small towns. Here's what's even more interesting. Jason Aldean is not one of them, and he never has been. Mr. Aldean was born and raised in Macon, Georgia, which at more than 157,000 residents is the fourth largest city in the state and ranks 166th nationally. That may not seem all that high up until you consider that it's out of 19,500 incorporated places in the United States. That means Macon has a bigger population than 98.5% of places in our country, which isn't too surprising if you know anything about Macon. It has not one, but two airports. It has six hospitals. It has five college campuses. It has robust local media, print and television. But here's the biggest clue that Macon isn't a small town. Tens of millions of folks who have never visited Macon have at least heard of it. It's referenced in Margaret Mitchell's Gone with the Wind, and in a Simpsons episode, and in countless books on the Civil War, given that Macon was the official arsenal of the Confederacy. Mr. Aldean did did spend summers with his father in Homestead, Florida, which has a population of over 80,000. That's still a far cry from being a small town, and even more so when you consider that it's a suburb of Miami and has a population density several times that of Macon. Mr. Aldean's entire professional career has been spent in Atlanta, population 498,715, and Nashville, population 689,447. So there ain't much help there either. So it has to be asked, is Mr. Aldean confused? He could be. And I think I may have found a clue as to why. Mr. Aldean, who has shaped his career around projecting the image of a good old boy from simple beginnings, is an alum of the Windsor Academy, a K-12 private school in Macon, that has a not-so-cheap tuition price tag of nearly 9000 annually for every student in fifth grade and above, not just high school, but fifth grade and above, meaning 
a student who starts in fifth grade and graduates from the upper school of this academy has spent $9,000 every year in tuition. Hey, don't worry, y'all. The Windsor Academy has a rigorous financial aid program and offers limited scholarships. Of course, if a student's family does fall behind on tuition payments, barring extraordinary circumstances, they're ineligible to receive financial aid until satisfying delinquent payments. I bring this up not to pick on the Windsor Academy at all, but because the full student body across all grades, K through 12, is just over 300 students. This could be the reason Mr. Aldean believes he relates to small town life, because he has the vantage point of his small private school experience. So, essentially, with Mr. Aldean, what we have here is a private school dilettante who was raised in a big city, singing a song he didn't write about an experience he never had, accompanied with a music video of which much of the footage was filmed in Canada. Mr. Aldean has about as much credibility describing the, quote, small town experience as I would have working alongside the professionals of a NASCAR pit crew. And trust me, folks, you sure as hell don't want me doing that. I respect my limitations. Listen, y'all, this isn't supposed to be literal. We all sense that. Mr. Aldean is not really attempting to describe actual small town life. He's trying to pander to a specific filling of a particular demographic that happily codes their bigotry with information shortcuts. Small town does not mean a place that is literally small. He's not trying to communicate that. He's trying to communicate a symbol of a past society for which Mr. Aldean and like-minded folks openly pine. It's openly fantasizing for a time in which there was no question that folks who look like Mr. Aldean called all the shots. But even aside from the biggest problem here, the racist bullhorn aspect, it's also just incredibly insulting to folks who live in small towns. It's condescending. It's infantilizing. The vast majority of folks who live in small towns don't feel threatened by those who are different from them. They don't solve their problems with violence. It erases people of color, particularly black folks, LGBTQ people, religious minorities, and generally social progressives who are just as much a part of small town life and always have been. That's what's most glaring about Mr. Aldean's pandering. It's obvious he simply doesn't know the folks who live in small towns beyond his tourism. In 2017, Mr. Aldean was performing on stage at the Route 91 Harvest Country Music Festival when a mass shooter opened fire from the 32nd floor of the Mandalay Bay Resort in Las Vegas, murdering 60 people. It is still the deadliest mass shooting by a lone gunman in American history. I don't blame Mr. Aldean one bit for his response in that moment. I truly don't. He could have used his microphone to urge folks to seek cover. He could have rushed into the crowd to save folks or administer aid. Instead, he ran backstage to safety. I would have done the same thing. I think most folks would. I don't think I would have had the wherewithal to be immediately helpful in that chaos. Then again, I would never release a song six years later suggesting otherwise. And that's, prob that's partly the problem here. Let's hope Mr. Aldean embraces the concept of extending grace and nuance toward others 
as much as he expects it for himself.